And in this episode, Moore and I will talk about our approach to individual projects in carrying out your particular roadmap. Hello, thank you for joining us. This is What Counts by Trailblazer Consulting. In this podcast, we highlight proven solutions that we have developed through our experience working with companies across various industries, and we talk about how you can apply them to your company. We're here to share our experience solving information management challenges, like creating and implementing a records retention schedule, creating an asset hierarchy, or working through email management strategies. This is Lee, and in this episode, Moore and I will talk about our approach to individual projects in carrying out your particular roadmap. Moore, why don't you take us away? Thanks, Lee. Just thinking about when I was getting ready for today, I was thinking about all the different ways that we've seen information management projects and information management programs grow in different organizations. And a lot of times, I think we've said before, a lot of times people want some documentation. They want a record schedule or they want to do an inventory of all the information that they have out either out there in their share drives or out there in an offsite storage location. We've been talking for the last few months about assessment and really trying to take a holistic view across your organization, figure out what you want to accomplish and figure out where you are, kind of what's good, what's bad in your organization and what you need to to work on. Most recently, I think the last few episodes, we talked about structure and how to put together a roadmap, break down your goals into information management initiatives that link together, and then break those down into phases so that you can tackle them in a reasonable way. So phases, the way we look at them, are usually about a year long. And when we lay out a roadmap with our clients, it's typically for three to five years And the first year, we're trying to tackle the most urgent things. Depending on um, the organization, sometimes people get impatient. They want to do everything right away. Then they realize how hard that is. (laughs) So we try and slow it down and talk about the phases. Today, as you said, I think we want to talk about individual projects because until you get to the hands-on, what are we actually going to do this year? It's an idea, it's a strategy, it sounds good, looks good on paper, but you haven't actually changed your organization. You haven't changed anybody's behavior around their information and you haven't made things better. So those projects, the hands-on work, that's where you actually start to get the value out of this. So- more let me jump in there because I think what we find in multiple organizations is a leader- picks a a solution and says, this is what's going to work for my department, my group, my section of the company. And it becomes what we call a point solution. And it's very hard if everybody is in a a silo to, to have everybody pick a point solution and they could be different. And that's where everybody needs to really figure out, okay, which one is going to come first and which one solves the biggest problem. And so it becomes a project, it becomes a company-wide project then to solve the biggest problem instead of just having a point solution. I agree. And actually, I'm glad you brought up the idea of point solution because when we say that, what we mean is somebody looked at a small set of factors inside one part of the organization and picked 
picked an answer and executed against it without thinking about the larger context of your organization, without thinking about could this be applied or are there already other solutions in place in other pockets of the organization that we could build on instead of starting something new. That's what we see. From the perspective of the person who's trying to solve their immediate problem, what they see is you're gonna slow me down. I can't wait for everybody else. My problem is important. I have to get it done today. And the idea of solve the biggest problem isn't always easy for everybody to agree what that biggest problem is. And when we're talking about projects, they sometimes look like point solutions. They can. If you think about, you know, the, the engineering team wants to implement a construction drawing management system as an example. Well, That's a point solution because the engineering team didn't talk to anybody and they just started building their own drawing management solution. A project that looks at all of the unstructured content across the company as a problem in that it's uncontrolled or it's it's controlled by individuals and there's there's not an enterprise wide plan so we can't apply retention to it, we can't apply security to it, we can't um, do discovery against it easily and consistently across the company. That project, that initiative that's big, unstructured content, may start with a project to manage engineering drawings or construction drawings. So, but the difference is when you start it by thinking about the big initiative, we're gonna handle unstructured content. These are our shared issues around unstructured content. Our project is gonna look at this construction management drawing challenge work with the engineering team as our first user group. And when you can work that way, then you can have the engineering team is on board because their problem is going to get looked at. But the solution that we're putting in place there is going to work for everybody else. It's going to be part of your bigger program. And that really increases the value. So we're working with a client right now, similar situation. Uh, around a contract management solution. And there are two different groups in this company that are managing legal agreements of some type, leases, right-of-way agreements, uh, master services agreements, commercial agreements, and they're handling them in two and a half systems, two and three quarters systems. There's two different main systems that are in place. And then there's also a pretty structured SharePoint solution and a sort of a homegrown database um, that's handling some of the data. So two and three quarter solutions. And we're working with them on a, a selection process to find one contract management solution to handle everything. And they've actually, this is their maybe third attempt to get to a single solution. But I think that we're gonna be successful this time because we started with bringing everybody together and having them focus on their business requirements, not on the pet solution that they'd already picked out, but what do they actually need to do? There's a lot that they have in common because managing a legal agreement is very similar regardless of whether it's an agreement for right-of-way access or product shipment or um, professional services. 
but there are some unique requirements to each of those. And the, re- the ultimate functional requirements that came out of this effort includes all of those. And they are weighted equally. It is equally important to the organization as a whole that their commercial agreements, their land-based agreements, and their services and procurement agreements are handled well, that they are all going to get the right amount of attention. And we went into the RFP process working with the different stakeholders, and it's a large stakeholder group because it's a pretty dispersed, decentralized organization. But with the agreement across the board that we were looking at what was the right solution? Was it going to be a single system or were they open to two systems if there was really no way to accomplish everything equally well in one system? Everyone was on board with that from the C-suite, the sponsor, which came out of legal, uh, to the IT, to the, in the stakeholders who were hands-on. Everyone has a say in how we rated the responses. Everyone had a say in which candidate solutions received the RFP. And so I think they will get to a single solution because the responses have been, several of them have been really great and cover all the bases. And all the stakeholders are seeing that. Nobody is feeling pushed aside. And so they could have a couple of years ago. In fact, there was a movement that we, that we uncovered partway through this process to extend one of the point solution systems and do an upgrade for one part of the stakeholder group. That came to light in, a, in an odd way <laughs> through, the, through the RFP process, but everyone agreed, nope, we're gonna hold on that because we want to get the right answer for the company. So back to your original point of point solution can be duplicative, can take you down to a dead end where you're not going to build onto your information management program. But taking the time to look at that holistic picture through your assessment, do that visioning where you're bringing all the different parts of your organization together, then you can still solve the immediate problems. Nobody said that the land group had to wait while the commercial services group got what they wanted. But we are, but you're able to do it in the context of something bigger. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> um, well, I think that is the power of the um, this visioning approach that we take. I think that bringing together different stakeholders and getting people to talk to, to each other really helps get that support for the different projects, builds that support. And so as you're going from your, you have your roadmap, you have your initiatives, which are high level goals. We want to fix unstructured content. We want to improve compliance. We want to increase security. We want to decrease costs. You take that down to, okay, we've got an unstructured content problem. How do we tackle that? And how do we shape within each of the phases that we've outlined, how do we shape individual projects? First project might be, as we said in the beginning, might be tackling construction drawings. A second project might be tackling contracts and the contract documentation and the whole contract management process. You could have a third project that's about your backfile, looking at all that electronic information, electronically stored information that's out on your servers or in the cloud, in different repositories, figuring out 
what do you really need? <laughs> What's the duplicate? What's already able to be destroyed according to your retention schedule? What was never a record in the first place? So each of those individual projects needs a project plan. It needs a specific scope and budget and schedule so that you can and, and develop an outcome. What's the plan? What are we getting out of this project? And how do we know when we're finished? It's not just an endless churning of work. You can scope those projects based on a high risk that emerged or a high priority business strategy. And so as we're going through the next string of episodes here, we're gonna go back and forth between talking about the way to scope a specific project, some of these specific solutions that we see coming out of information management assessments, things like content management, email management solutions, enterprise information mapping, asset data management. There's a, there's a long list. <laughs> we're gonna talk about those projects and we're also going to talk about your basic approach to planning a project, doing a budget, doing the business case, doing the schedule, executing against the plan and building from there. So join us. <laughs> yeah, no, I like all that. I want to add one more project to, to your list there. And that is this pandemic has caused, you know, all kinds of disruption and working from home may not necessarily be a disruption, but it could potentially cause additional workarounds to come about. And we talked about workarounds in a number of different episodes and so forth. And it's, it's a way that people are working around the mainstream or the main system to save their data. And that could use a, a third party um, solution, you know, something that you're saving in a portal on the internet or documents there. And that causes a lot of non-compliance. It's a great point. I could go on for another hour on how to set up a project, but I won't today. Uh, what I would, will say is each project has its own beginning, middle, end reason for being, and we're going to talk about those, but each project builds into your information management implementation plan, your roadmap, and ultimately brings you to the next level of information management in your organization. And that's what we're working toward. So we look forward to talking about all of these things coming up soon. Excellent. That was a lot of good information. Appreciate all of that. If you have any questions or if you're looking for more detailed instructions, look us up on the web at www.trailblazer.us.com. Thank you for listening and please tune into our next episode.